1: Learn more at marines.com. This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them.
0: The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the Hockey Moms, and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And, and this, this is, is our, our house.
1: house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast episode 119. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm your other host, Breezy. You paused for a second like I screwed something up. <laughs> it's like, great. I already no, screwed I just... it up. I just forgot my name for a second i was like what am i
0: saying <laughs> right now
1: <laughs> um we have a stanley cup champion the colorado avalanche and how
0: does that make you feel Meh. 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 did you get I, the uh, the starter like the starstruck when you saw the cup did you see have all the yeah. feels and when- when Gabe lifted it, did you have
1: all of that, even though you were totally against it? For sure. I mean, I had tears <laughs> coming down when Gabe lifted the cup and skated with it. I don't know. It was something about the, like, you could see him looking at it, like, the just the passion and the raw emotion of it definitely brought a tear to my eye. Did you cry at any point? No, not at all. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, I think when you see like how excited they get, I think it's more so like the excitement of like them winning it in like those final seconds and then like being like so jittery and then like throwing your thing up but um as far as like the the lifting of the cup, I was like, it's cool, don't gonna me wrong, uh but mm. I feel like that one like the moment that they actually win it is like more powerful mm. But I kind of like games when like it's like an overtime win, when like it's one of those like huge like celebratory things. Not like we're up by one. We have a minute to go. We can just hold them off. Yeah. Like kind of like how last night was, you know?
1: Yeah. I had a a bunch of feelings, as we've talked about over the week of doing the last episode. I thought, oh, Tampa, like they can do that. First, I thought they can do this. They can get game two. Then when they didn't get game two, I was like, all right, maybe this is not going to happen. And then I thought, Oh yeah, they're definitely winning game three. They can do this. They won game three. Um, and then it took a dark turn for the worst. I don't really think I can say I'm happy for either team. I don't really think I would say that because neither of them are my teams. However, um, Just seeing the pure um, emotion on the Avs faces, like the players faces, like just the hugs and the falling down on the ice and just all of that for so many years, a handful of those guys have been with the team nine, 10 years where it's been really hard and Mm -hmm. they finally did it. And so that part of it, I, I appreciate, and I'm, I'm happy for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, and there's also a couple guys on the team that have been chasing it for so long that, you know, you got to think, you know, Eric Johnson was on the brink of retirement last season and then he comes back and wins the cup. You have Andrew Cogliano who's been, you know, mm-hmm. chasing it. And there, again, there's so many other guys, but I think that's the, the exciting part too. And, and Nate obviously finally got it after years yeah. of disappointment. So uh, I think that's like the exciting part for me. Uh, I was happy for the abs. Obviously they've been, they've been wanting it. They've been anticipating it for, for a while. So I was happy to see um, a new team take it, not a three-peat for, for the lightning.
1: Uh, I just think it's more exciting for you. Yes. I thought a (laughs) three-peat would have been really cool because it's just so hard to do as we've seen. And even when the Islanders did it, it was, it's so uncommon in hockey so I was hoping for that kind of thing to happen, but it's okay. How yeah. much money did you end up winning? Uh, I didn't win any money. I actually lost what?
0: thirty-nine dollars. So
1: I thought you bet the ABS, didn't you? Win your two dollars? No. So I technically I bet
0: the ABS here, but I bet money oh. on Lightning. Remember, I-, I was covered either way, so. Oh Um, geez. Yeah. I lost $39, but that's
1: okay. I think a lot of other people lost a lot more money. So it's not bad.
0: It was just $39. It was, it was totally fine. Um, it it was
1: fun. It was, it was a good time. Okay. Speaking of winning Makar winning the MVP. Didn't I call that? Yeah. Like a couple episodes ago. I believe so, yeah. I was like, Makar is getting whatever the name of that trophy is for MVP <laughs> of of the final.
0: <laughs> yeah, what a, he got what a it. season he's had. Yeah, 23 years old. He got the Conn Smythe, the Norris, and just won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, he's one of the best, and, and we've yeah. been talking about that for a while. So
1: He's uh, one of three to have the Norris and the Conn Smythe in yes. the same year. I believe so. Yes.
0: 23. And there were so many interviews that were going off. And I think, wasn't it Landis who had said...
1: Um, on, Ringo's eating the electric cord. Ringo, you can't eat the cord. Okay. Sorry. We're good. Okay. He's he's not dumb. He just gets excited. The ball was in the way. And the, then the cord tastes like the ball. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Car.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think it was Landis who had uh, done an interview and someone had asked him a question like, what what can other teams do to have a run like the abs did? And he said, find him a car somewhere. Um, because (laughs) I mean, people from, I mean, even McKinnon said when they, you know, traded and they knew that they had a pick so far down for him and they're like, why are we picking up this guy? Like, who is this guy? Uh, this is going to suck. Uh, and ended up working out in their favor. So, uh, yeah an incredible year and I think he's you're gonna see him just continue to blossom uh for for many years to come
1: you are and what was I gonna say about Makar Ringo's playing with the ball it's just a losing battle today guys he's obsessed with it (laughs) he um does he have all his teeth he does Okay. Cause I saw a picture and it looked like he had no front teeth. And no, then I was I like, does he, he not have, have any teeth? teeth? Okay. All right. Sidebar. That's yeah. where my thoughts are. I'm like, does he have all of his teeth? He's got all these trophies, but what's the teeth situation? Cause that's really important on my mind. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. Um, so many things happened, of course, and we've all seen them, but I think it's just so exciting the, we have to talk about the dent, but we also have to talk about how McKinnon was like Crosby better be the drunkest person at my Stanley cup party. Cause I've definitely been the drunkest at his two that he was invited to. So, oh, and the other thing was, um, I think it was Cogliano came up to McKinnon while he was being interviewed by Emily Kaplan and just said 87. And she was like, why did he just, why did he just whisper 87? And McKinnon said that, or I think it was McKinnon, that his hotel room was 1787 that day, like the number. And they thought it was like a good luck sign that they would win.
0: Wow. I wonder if you're going to see
1: that a uh, hotel room tattooed on his uh, body somewhere one day. <laughs> 1787. Are like, Seventeen eighty-seven. People like, what happened in that year? Was that the year Columbus sailed to the, whatever? <laughs> nope. nope. It was a hotel room I stayed in.
0: Yeah. It's okay. Funny.
1: <laughs> okay. The dent.
0: So I, funny. Have a,
1: have a, what? <laughs> like you I see it. it?
0: And all you see is all their faces just like drop at the same time. They all made the same face. The picture of that was captured at that exact moment.
1: So I kind of
0: actually want it and I kind of just want to frame it and just have it up.
1: A hundred percent. It's the funniest thing. If we ever get like a podcast office, we
0: just need to blow up that picture
1: and have it be like our backdrop. Totally. Or in the backdrop, not the whole backdrop.
0: Yeah, not the whole one, just in it. it or at is. least like a nice, like one, like a focal point somewhere. Yeah. In
1: <laughs> yeah, because it's priceless. Nicholas Abu Kehubel, Abi Kubel, uh, was the one who tr- like tripped. He didn't trip, his like skate went out underneath him and the yeah. cup just went down with the way he just was like, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, ding, cheese. we're ready for our picture. Oh, that was funny. I, 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 yeah, just to, like I said, like all the emotion, we see all the emotion, right? Like they're, then they're laughing and then they're, you know, crying families, just the whole thing. It was just, it's, it's so incredible to see. I love that part of it. Even if it's not a team I care about or whatever, who wins it it's that do you think
0: do you think obviously everyone's gonna say winning it at home is way better right but there's Mm -hmm. a part of me that thinks winning it on the road makes it more fun for the sake of like you're winning it in front of like an opposing team you have fans that have traveled for the most part to come see you play and you get to enjoy this moment and have all of this time and then travel home and have like this big welcome home party mm-hmm. compared to like obviously doing it in front of, in your home you know barn and then all the fans because you know everyone just wants to do it so I I get, I think that could be either way but part of me thinks it would probably be way more fun doing it at your opposing teams arena am I crazy for thinking that
1: no, you're not crazy for thinking that I am like putting myself in that position. Like, would I want that? I think it's mixed. I think you you would get a mixed reaction from people of like, which is better. Yeah. I think, I think it feels more like gotcha we yeah. really won and we won on your ice kind of thing like it really feels like you won it you know right yeah and and I think it's a little bit of a different feeling for the players because you don't have the fans right. who are in the arena cheering for you I mean I know they do other things and there's like you know they all the fans always like ah! oh Ringo! oh my god what what was that? Honey, did you just get electrocuted? Ringo? Are you okay?
0: We're definitely oh keeping that one. Oh, my
1: God. Honey, what was that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> are you okay? Okay. play put the ball over there, please. <laughs> what the hell was? Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh man. Okay. Hold on. Are you okay? Did it scare you? It scared the fuck out of me too. Yeah, it did. No dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> Ringo is fine. Oh man. I think honestly, it probably means more to the players to do it on the home ice too, because right. I I'm sure it's probably hard too for all of the family and friends to be there, you know, not everybody gets, you know, only the select few get to see you actually win it in that moment. And it's a little bit different. I don't think it makes it less than, I don't think it, I don't think it makes it less than, I just think it's different, but this is what my biggest question is. Will the Tampa Bay Lightning be calling in a spiritual sager to come and sage the away locker room? Like, because that's what I would do. Like, clear out the energy. Because, like, the other team won. And then every time I would walk by the away locker room, I would be like those sons of bitches who won and celebrated in our barn. And right there in that room, they got to pop our champagne. And like, I I wouldn't, I would like, it would make me crazy. I would have disdain walking by my away locker room. I also don't play hockey, but. (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't you have weird feelings walking by knowing what had happened there and all the joy that happened and it didn't happen to you in your own barn? i mean maybe but i think that's just part
0: of the game right i mean it's gonna get cleaned up you're gonna have memory i mean you're gonna have memories anywhere uh i i don't know (sighs) i've never thought about that yeah i'm a little (laughs) too like i think that's a very you thing to say though like (laughs) sage the room i'm just like
1: (laughs) I, i would be the person on the hockey team who's like we need to light some Palo Santo. We need to get our energy feeling good in here. Like we need, what is your mantra? What are you saying to yourself? What are your thoughts? Here, hold this crystal. Here, put this in your in your pocket, <laughs> in your skate while you go. Like I would be I would be that person. I think um
0: that's that's for you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would be like, we need to change the energy in that away locker room. I'm not saying, I don't believe in dark magic. We're not going to put bad, bad juju in there. We just need to like erase the energy of what happened or harness and take that good energy and bring it into the home locker room so that we take some of that, you know, the good stuff. That's what I thought. (laughs) Gotcha. We'll go with that. I'd be, I'd be sneaking in there and like bringing a spiritual like minister to cleanse the away locker room. For and sure. That's your Monday night talks everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and ours too. Like our home locker room too. Oh, yeah. we lost, like we gotta change all that up. Yeah, we should ask the players next time we talk to them, like, what's your opinion about sage? Has anybody ever saged your locker room? <laughs> That's going to be my next question for the next NHL player we talk to. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Eric Johnson before. Okay, yes. don't go over there. You're not allowed to go over there. You got electrocuted earlier. Eric Johnson, uh, He. there was a clip of him saying that he touched the cup as a kid and that it's not a jinx because this is in line with our spiritual conversation. I can't remember what you said. If you believe that if you touch the cup it's a jinx you won't. your team or, or pl- like if you're a player you'll right. never win it do you <laughs> believe that or no for the longest time
0: I think so but like once you get that into your head I think what you what you think will happen right like I think mm-hmm. maybe I'm just more of a believer of that now like now I'm gonna be all <laughs> spiritual gosh sorry I, think I just to like I'm just think reliving
1: I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. I'm just reliving <laughs> me straight? having a freak
0: out. <laughs> I know. Now I feel like I'm just like way like knocked off my axis. I can't even like function right now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like
1: I I lost it. I lost it. Go on. You No, but you, I, I think,
0: yeah, like whatever you have in your head, like whatever you what you think, like you're like manifesting to to a certain extent, right? And like mm-hmm. if you're thinking that like then that's just what it's going to be. But you got to think, like, if you have an opportunity to touch, like, an iconic trophy like the Stanley Cup, if you're not going to touch it for the sake of you may not be able to win it or your team may not be winning it, like, that's, like, taking something away from you. Like, or maybe it's not like I didn't touch it because I want my team to win. But, like, I think you have to have, like, a certain, like, mindset. Like, when I went to the Hockey Hall of Fame and, like, I saw the replica mm-hmm. stanley cup like the second one right i was like i'm not going to touch it, i'm not going to touch it. but i was like you know what i am here i so i I got back in line i went back and and i did touch it but it's like but if you're in that moment it's like am i going to take that away from myself because of like mm. some sort of superstition or like can i once I, I, I can now say i have touched the stanley cup right so i don't know i i think that's another debate a lot of people are going to have like would yeah. you or would you not? But I think that um, both sides are respectable on if you choose to do it or to not do it. But for me, I would say I would touch it for the sake of it's, as a hockey fan, you may not be a lot to have the chance to touch it. So like, if you do get the opportunity, just do it because maybe it is good luck.
1: Ugh. Ugh. I've had two opportunities and I did not touch it. Do you regret it? Probably no. to a certain extent. Maybe a tiny bit, but I stand by my beliefs. I believe that's all, that. That's all good. Yeah. I believe that. Oh gosh. But like if I was at a Stanley cup party. Yeah. And someone was like drink out of the cup. I think all my beliefs go out the window and I'm like, I'm drinking out of the cup. Like, how do you not, how do you be like, I'm sorry, I can't because I don't believe in touching the cup. I don't know. At that point, I think now I can, I think it would all go out the window, but I think that's a different scenario than me. Like, like my lips would touch the cup. Right. I would try not to touch it with my hands. was, it's an act of necessity, but like, like my lips have to touch it to to drink out of it. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I like, I just didn't feel right about touching it when the two opportunities was there. Like it just didn't feel right to me. I was also working. And so it's a different scenario. And so you're telling me
0: say, Say in seven years when the Hawks have the opportunity to to win the Cup. Seven
1: years. I'm going to be so old and have so much Botox. Gotcha.
0: All right. Let's say like if they were to to win, right, and they had some sort of fan fest, whatever it was, and you got to go take a picture with the Cup. Your team just won. You got to go take a picture with it. You can touch it if you wanted to. Would you touch it or would you be like, no? No. Oh yeah. I'm definitely touching it then. Oh yeah. So if like your team didn't just win it, you wouldn't touch it. No. Okay. Even if you had the opportunity and it could be your only opportunity to touch it. That's so many great. People have touched.
1: No, I would drink out of it. Wow. That's it. That's
0: that's commitment right there. I would just be like, oh yeah, I'm freaking touching this. (laughs) No, it it. just doesn't feel
1: right. Like when LeBron touched it, I was like, oh, yeah, get that man get get out of here. Get out of here. Take your bad basketball juju and go somewhere else because no, like respect the cup. How does he not know? Like, I think I just have respect for it, too, because like how hard it is to win it and things like that. Like, it just feels like I don't know, it just doesn't feel right that's okay
0: so even though your team has
1: won it yeah you no still, it only counts yeah. no it, it only, only counts. counts that year yeah I and I, I didn't have that. that opportunity that's it's okay. a little conflicting my views on that <laughs> well i think everybody's
0: views could be could be different right but i think for me if i was in the moment and i had an opportunity to do it there would probably be hesitation like because i already think i'm a jinx but I'm just going to yes. throw it all out the window. And if I may never get this opportunity again, I will would want to know that I did take that opportunity to do it.
1: And that's that's just what it is. I don't think that's wrong.
0: I, I mean, and I I'm not like... I don't think wrong either. Yeah. It's just yeah. everyone has their... And that's the funny thing. And we've talked about it before is superstitions, game day superstitions. Yeah. Like everyone, yeah. there's like a universal... Amount of like respect people have for like other hockey fans and, and mm-hmm. what they do and what, and what their traditions are and whatever that could be.
1: This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by hockey fans. The pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. Oh, yeah. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. That's THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win. And get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Two major injuries from Valerie Nushushkin. That's so fun to say. And Andre Um, Burakovsky had a broken foot and thumb in the playoffs. Nishushkin played through a foot injury. He actually needed medical help to physically put the skate on. And then it was like, can he play through the pain or not? He ended up playing 23 minutes. That's wild. Through the pain. I just Absolutely. don't know how they do it. I don't know. No amount of, of like you would have to have like a morphine shot, but still like if your foot's not functioning correctly, even without the, like, if you can't feel all the pain, but like, if you had a shot of morphine in your body, you'd be like on the bench. Like you would, you like, can't, you wouldn't be able to play. I think that's um, an adrenaline thing. Cause they did say yeah. that uh,
0: Cogliano had uh, an amazing pregame speech. Yes. Um, so I think that that just pumps, pumps everybody up. And at that point, like you've mentioned before, the lightning, you're just playing for each other. And they knew that they they wanted to win, that they were coming off of a loss, that they know they worked so hard to get to where they were, and then to just enjoy every moment. And why let something like a like a broken foot prevent you from enjoying this moment with these guys that you've worked so hard with all season long. And if you just have to win And that's, that's what it is. It's all about winning. Right. And so I think once you get on the ice and you hear everything going on and like, it's such a fast paced game that like your adrenaline's just going. And I mean, think about people who have gotten bit by sharks and they like are able to swim away. Right. Like you just don't, it, it just exits your mind.
1: Yeah. I'm like, you're like, people get bit by sharks and they swim away. And I'm like women who give birth without drugs yeah <laughs> I don't know why that you said shark and my mind went to like women giving birth and like I've seen these videos of women who like are in uh Australia and the outback and they just like walk around in the water and they like I I, I don't know
0: that's a hard pass
1: for me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that took a weird turn un- yeah, unintentionally it, yeah we're good that's it great. adrenaline props to the boys they they deserved the win they deserved the win um they they played really well and I just hope that I no longer have to hear the abs are so great they're so great oh my god we're at the best we're gonna win na, 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 na. you want it please stop telling me that it's like it makes me feel like when i was in chicago and i was a white Sox fan and everybody in chicago is a cubs fan and when they were horrible everybody every cubs fan would be like we're better than you like you haven't won a world series in 102 years what are you talking about 2005 What are you even talking about? It was like this incessant thing. I think it's like a trigger for me. I think it's like years of people telling me how good they are when they're so bad. It's how I feel with the abs. Like for several years, we've been hearing how great they are and they're supposed to be number one team and they're going to win it. And it was like enough, enough. I can't keep hearing this. And they finally won it. And now they can shut up. And that's what happened with Cubs fans. After they won it, it was over. Like, I didn't have to hear that anymore because they had their, their championship. And I was like, thank God this is done.
0: Well, I hate to break it to you, but it's not done because they're going to say the defending champs, can they do it again? Can they do what the lightning just did? Just like I'm tired of hearing about the, the back to back, the Champa Bay, the three peat. <laughs> The only 3 Pete I really care about right now is how Cory Perry lost three Stanley Cups <laughs> in a row. The ABS aren't going anywhere. I'm sorry. You're going to still hear about it. But it could be worse. It could be worse.
1: It could be. It could be. And the betting odds already came out from our friends at DraftKings. They said that, of course, the Avs are favored to win – Next year, I was like, we're already, we're already doing this. I already have to hear this again. (laughs) Uh, They're favored, they're plus 380. The Leafs, yeah, right. Are plus 800 followed by Tampa Bay at plus 900. And then you got Tampa in
0: there again. It's like, when is it going to end? You got to get the Leafs team. What about the Rangers? I mean, I know. They were doing well. I mean, you have so many teams that, that do well, that should be there. The Flames, the Oilers, like these guys that were just in the playoffs, like everyone has a, you know, it, it's going to be a new season. It's going to be a clean slate. Anybody has the opportunity. We saw what happened with Montreal. They were in it, and then they were out of it. So anyone who was in it can be out, and anyone who was out will could potentially be in, just like there's a winner and there's a loser. The yeah, always
1: <laughs> Sometimes you win and sometimes, sometimes you, lose. you lose. Speaking of Montreal, uh the Blackhawks have signed a new head coach. We have Luke Richardson as our head coach. I got a lovely email, because I'm on the you know the fans from uh from that was funny seeing it coming from kyle davidson it's like who it's from like oh really this is really from you okay uh in the what like thanks kyle thank you so much you personally sent me this email yeah right uh he uh, so luke richardson was named the head coach i'm excited about this i i like that they went in a little bit of a different direction. The Blackhawks were not going to hire anybody with any kind of uh, name behind them, you know, a Barry or any of the other, or um, Torts or Cassidy or any of those people. I know they just were not Which going to good. be an option.
0: Which is good. Why, why is there so many recycled coaches happening?
1: Cause they're proven if they've had success and people don't want to take a chance on somebody that's not, really had a lot of experience but Luke joins us let's go he's like who cares all that's a (laughs) bunch of bull uh Luke comes from Montreal Canadiens where he spent the last four seasons as an assistant coach contributing to their run in 2021 to the Stanley Cup Finals. so that is good for me he's got some experience yes it was assistant but He's had that opportunity. um, And before that, he was with the Islanders as an assistant coach with my boy, Barry. And he spent some time in Ottawa and has worked in the AHL and really, you know, spent 21 years. No, he was, uh, he had a 21 year NHL career. He actually, this is an interesting fact, He made his NHL debut at the Chicago stadium playing for Toronto against the Blackhawks. And now he's back as their head coach.
0: Well, there you go. That might be some good juju for you. Maybe he was saged and he's ready to go.
1: I'm going to have to sage him, go to the game. Maybe they need to sage the
0: Blackhawks entire arena.
1: (laughs) They do. I know a really great girl in, in Chicago who does that really. And she's, she could make that happen. I, I, yeah.
0: Have your people call her people and have her people call people that need to be called.
1: Hey, I, I will pay you to do this, but you need to get into the madhouse and you need to sage everything front offices, hallways, parking lots, the whole thing. No. Uh, But I, I obviously haven't had much time. This news just came out today to, to look into much about his coaching career, but I like what I see. He's had a lot of time in the NHL as a coach. He is, he was also a player. So he has a lot to offer from that perspective, which I think uh, can be really good. I'm excited to see what happens. That's what I got, but I don't know what kind of team he's going to have. However, I mean, it's going to be kind of a cluster. So I don't think anybody's who really knows anything is going to be putting any kind of pressure on him because we don't know what's going to shake out.
0: Right. But new season, clean slate. Never know what could happen.
1: No bad juju. (laughs) Touch the cup. (laughs) So good. Uh, Barry, there's news about Barry. We were just talking about Trotz. Yeah,
0: Trotz uh, decided that he's going to make a decision at a later date, not uh, not, not go and, and coach anywhere this season, so. Good for him. I hope he enjoys uh the season in Nashville. It's a great place to just kind of relax and get your head straight. Um, hopefully that means he'll be joining the Preds if he's uh if he's mm-hmm. gonna be staying there, if he stays there. We we talked last uh last week about how he, he got a house. So we'll see uh we'll see what happens. It's gonna be weird not having him him coaching a team uh for an entire season, but
1: Yeah, he's been coaching for twenty five years. Yeah. Good it's for him. Though. Time. Take a break, yeah. take a break, take a chance, touch the cup. It's
0: fine. It's just going to be my response to everything now.
1: Just touch the cup. Just touch the cup. Yeah. I was reading uh, an article that he had said about this decision to choose not to go with the team and that he's just missed a lot with his family and I do believe that. Like, I I mean, he's, he's one of those good guys, but it's also like, that's kind of a typical PR answer where it's like, you just say you want to spend time with your family and, and things like that. But I'm, I'm more inclined to believe him on that. And he's going to wait and really assess how much he wants to put forth because it requires so much of his everything to be a head coach. And He's got. Gotta, I mean, you got to think
0: too. Like, this is the first season that's really been back since COVID, and there were obviously still some restrictions. But to mm-hmm. see maybe how full season will play out next year, uh, maybe it'll help guide him into whatever direction he wants to be in. Maybe there's going to be. Maybe he has a has some place in mind, and maybe maybe there is some conspiracy going on, and maybe he has to wait to in order to have an opening um depending on what happens this upcoming season so who knows maybe it was a PR thing maybe it's a conspiracy thing we all know we love a good conspiracy theory so we have a full season to figure it out with with Mr. Trotz so
1: and then Chara what's this news about Chara retiring
0: uh, he said that he was going to make a decision in September on whether or not he will play another season. So, so he wanted to to get through here and make a decision by training camp. Uh, and that's what he had told his agent, I believe is what I had read mm-hmm. earlier. So could be another, uh, another guy we see, you know, hang it up, but I think he's had a great career. I think he probably will come back for one more year He, I believe, would need to sign with somebody else or sign a new contract. So I think it also would depend on if anyone's willing to sign him. So only time will tell there as well.
1: Yeah. And same with Thornton. I mean, every year for the last like eight years, people are like, is Thornton going to come back? Is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? Is he going to come back? I mean, we'll see. He might change his mind and go play for the lightning next year. (laughs) Yeah. And who
0: knows, who knows what will happen. But I think this is now going to lead us into one of the most fun times of the year is when off season trades are going to start happening. Signings, uh, new faces are going to be on teams. You're going to see a lot of, yeah, you're going to see a lot of moving parts. Maybe other coaches coming in, moving around. Um, there's still some vacancy spots, so exciting times. Even though the cup is behind us now, no hockey for a couple months, but I mm-hmm. think we still have some exciting things to come. And I'm looking forward to uh, to the
1: off season. I am looking forward to the off season too. The parade is Thursday for the Stanley Cup back in Colorado and Denver that will be happening. I'm sure we'll get some good footage and some good quotes from that uh, as there is always good coverage of that celebration. And yeah, off-season, we're going to be actually enjoying the off-season as well. Programming note, we are taking the summer off as well, just like the players.
0: Because touch the cup, we need some time to uh, heal up and uh get ourselves ready for the next season
1: oh yeah we're coming back don't worry that's oh, not yeah. what's happening oh, we're no. literally just having an off season there will be no trades there will i don't know that's all i know breezy and i are not we have a no trade clause here yeah. <laughs> breezy that's and tough. i aren't going anywhere
0: we're like the Sedin brothers uh who are going <laughs> into the uh, hockey hall of fame as of today by the way class of 2022 uh so we cannot be separated Mm-hmm. No. We will be coming back uh, just yeah. taking
1: a uh, quick break. But we'll be back before the official start of the season. We'll be back for preseason and have a good summer and a fun summer and a safe summer. And we're working on some things. We've got some like projects we're working on for you guys that are next level for the show and for you all and for a chance to see us in real life. And we might be visiting some different cities where they have NHL teams and things like that. So we need this time to sort of plan all of that and make that a reality for you guys. So we're excited. Very excited, but don't be strangers. Still
0: uh, message us, email us, comment us, tag us, whatever it is, we will be uh, still on our Instagram and checking Mm -hmm. our emails frequently. So. Uh, don't be a stranger. We're still here.
1: We'll see you the start of the 2022-2023 season. And touch the cup. <laughs> Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.